Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. So, bear with we us. We have to start over now. We're going to start That's over. It. Okay. Okay. So, first it, it off, it, is it, is it, we have confirmation from chat that the issue is fixed. There we go. See you It was one little <laughs> button. And so, first off, we have Michael playing Maxi. Now you can do your quote. Well, today's a good day to die. It might be. We're going to find out. Could be. <laughs> Next, we have Kaylee playing Joan. I was hoping I'd have time to get my like get a new quote, and I didn't oh, think of one. <laughs> oh, you choked! Wait, I hate to see it happen. Uh, but you know what? The world isn't run by weapons anymore, or energy, or money. It's run by little ones and zeros, little bits of data. It's all just electrons. And that's the quote you all heard me refer to when I accidentally had everyone else muted, which is what I had from the intro. So there you go. And next we have Steph playing Apex. The cake is a lie. <gasps> is it though spoiler is it though spoiler well you keep saying cake first chaos second and i have yet to eat cake so i'm pretty sure it's a lie you know what <laughs> you all are very capable of acquiring cake on your own <laughs> and right, tonight's um, tonight's entire mission is to go get cake and yep finally <laughs> to see what he does to try and upstage everyone's quotes we have caleb playing zed lane let me explain the new world order Governments and corporations need people like you and me. We are the samurai, the keyboard cowboys, and all of those other people who have no idea what's going on. They are the cattle. Moo. Also, also a very good, like 90s cyberpunky movie, which is really a genre of of, like film style that I think we've lost. I think we've become Mm. too ingrained with our stuff. Well, with that, everyone, welcome in again. Um, Let's talk about what happened last time. So after they had successfully kidnapped that fixer from Southern Silicon City, they were rejoined by Apex. Uh, Maxie's buddy from Providence disappeared softly into that gentle dark night. Um, And what they learned was that through a series of proxies, 3V and a bunch of other corporations have got it out for our player characters. And 3V, using the cutouts, is the one who signed out the bounty on their heads. Running all this down, they contacted their old buddy Swan. And Swan informed them that there was a new Cold War going on. Benevolent, Malfinia, and a few of the other major corporations have engaged in a new arms race to find a new way to build augmented humans without cybernetics. Which goes back to explain from very early in the series, their good friend Robert and his magic... Swan asked him to look more into the information from Malfinia and pointed them to a lab there in Silicon City. Uh, 
Maxi and Apex submitted resumes to Malfinia, hoping to get interviews so they could get in behind the security teams that they saw around the lobby. And at the same time, Omni, who, yes, remember our player characters actually work for another corporation, right? <laughs> Sent back the specifications and scope for the project that Jackson Howe asked them to have Omni do so they can maintain all of the various factions that they are working for at the same time. And that's where we're going to pick up today. So you've all sent in your resumes. You're kind of playing the waiting game now. You're pretty confident with those resumes. You had the right keyword hits, right? Good qualifiable, quantifiable bullets under accomplishments. And now you've got some other information to deliver back to Jackson. Yeah, I'll reach out to uh, reach out to him and let him know that we have uh, basically some deliverables and when, see when he wants to meet about it. Okay. I call his people. You call his people. Uh, it doesn't take long for his people to get back to you. Um, they ask if you want to do lunch. Lunch would be cake. wonderful. There's going to be cake, of course. <laughs> there has to be We cake. now know that Apex will order nothing but cake. <laughs> um, True. They send you a location in uh, the north part of the Bay Area. Um, and a time one o'clock. All right. Um, Chone heads back to where are we? Are we at the hotel still? Yes. Cause you haven't, Okay. you're fairly certain at this point that your other apartments definitely been made, but you don't know how compromised that it is. You're fairly certain that Apex's apartment has not been made. Oh, that's nice. That was where Apex had uh, gone after uh, they had met back up with you. Oh, uh, so you Chone, mean on Apex's day off? Uh, <laughs> hey, Alex, uh, looks like our video is all messed up. Oh, on boy. Like, and we're back. Oh, Never mind. No, we're Discord. back. I'm going, to, I'm going to blame. Yeah, went to Discord. Oh, there we went. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. So, moving right along. <laughs> uh, Chone heads into the room, comes back out a couple minutes later, wearing a very clean T-shirt, and uh, over the the T-shirt, they're wearing uh, basically a like a suit jacket. Are you Don Johnsoning it? Yeah, hundred percent. Except they're they're it's a black suit jacket over a white T-shirt. That's classy. That's very nice. Are we going somewhere? What's well, going on? We've got a uh, um, lunch with Jackson. Did you want to come? Lunch? Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. We should probably all go. Yeah. And there will be yeah. food provided. I will accompany. Yeah, it's it's lunch, so you know wrong? Uh, get get changed and we can go. Oh, Are you saying you don't like what I'm do, wearing? Do we need to be fancy for this? Well, I mean, I thought, you know, it's, you know, it's a little bit upscale. I thought we'd oh, kind of dress okay. the part. Some okay. of us dress that way pretty All standardly. the time. Let's I hire know, a car was... and not take the van. Can I say that now? If, yeah, if we're going to a swanky place, maybe we, could take we should SUV. not take the van. We have the SUV. 
Yeah, let's do that. They got the blood okay. out. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll go change into something uh, presentable-ish. Nice <laughs> hey, hey, Apex Rude. is always presentable. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. It's not necessarily for well, all presentable, occasions. <laughs> presentable in this occasion. Uh, you didn't let me finish. Ah. I knew no. what you meant. You assumed uh, offense when I meant none. <laughs> I apologize, Maxie. Apology uh, yeah. accepted. Thank you. <laughs> I was a little worried there for a minute. <laughs> so I'll go change really quick. Um, maybe put my hair up so it looks nice. <laughs> so food? Yes. Let's go. Let's okay. roll. How are you hiring the we car? Are, are, are you taking no, the van? we're taking our SUV. Oh, you're taking the SUV. No, we have the SUV. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so they got the blood out of it, so it's it's good to go. So the address of the place that you're sent is a really nice uh, seafood place uh, up in the North Bay uh, in Sausalito called the Floating Taj Mahal. It's a fancy... Is it actually? I was going to say yellow crawdad. Uh, we're we're in we're in Silicon City, not Alabama. Uh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I was trying to make a red lobster joke, but you're right. I, I don't want to. There you go. It was, it was, I said try. I said the crimson crustacean. It's much yes, fancier. There you go. Ooh, oh yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Thanks. You got to get the biscuit. The biscuits. Yes. Yeah. Biscuits are too low class. This is like what's fancy? Cheddar brioche. Oh, there it is. Cheddar brioche. (laughs) On the nosy. Yes. We order extra. (laughs) So you pile on the SUV. It's about (laughs) it's about an hour drive up between the bloody. traffic across the golden gate but you do manage to make it there and you are right on time you get there like 15 minutes early find you a couple minutes to to find parking but because no valet which is very strange to you that is really weird is the restaurant like busy do we see cars in the lot does it there's no lot at the restaurant oh okay um It looks like, as you kind of do uh, a couple of laps around while you're trying to find parking, it looks like most people are arriving in hired cars <clears throat> where their drivers drop them off and they go find parking. What kind of uh, restaurant is this? Is this like an outdoor restaurant? Is it on the water? It's right on the water, right next to the marina with all of the super yachts. So, so like so, a really um, bougie place. Or? It's very, very hip bougie, not like black tie, but like okay. The the dress you see is you see a lot of people wearing like pressed white linen pants with like a white shirt, like open, like so okay. with like a chain. So like yacht yacht club bougie. yacht people, right? Okay. Boat shoes with no <laughs> socks. Ugh. Like <laughs> the really loose watches. Yes. And the and the and the gold oh. chains. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. The, occasion, the occasional older white gentleman wearing sandals and socks with oh, a with a twenty two year old girlfriend. Yeah. 
Okay, now I can picture it. <laughs> okay. We got it. Thank Gross. you. Yep. Gross. Yep. Uh, as um, as you approach the Mater D, they uh, look up the hill. Do you have a reservation? Yes, we're here meeting another party. Name? Mr. Howe. Oh, oh, you are Mr. Howe's guests. Please, please come with me. And he very rapidly like changes tone, becomes very deferential, and escorts you to the back of the restaurant, up a set of like really intricately uh, stamped metal stairs with like filigree in it, and like there's art pieces in the handle railing of like whales and dolphins and ships, like ancient sailing ships. Um, when he takes you up to the top, he opens a second door at the top where you are taken onto a private rooftop deck, which appears to have been cleared for Mr. Howe. Sitting next to Jackson is, uh, I'm not sure if your characters have met her yet, uh, but I'll just re-describe her in case, um, is a woman. She looks to be about five. Oh, yeah, you did. You recognize her because she came to get you and identify Red Cap. It's oh. her. And she is sitting next to him nice. at the table. And when he sees you, he motions you to the four open seats. Can you remind me of her name? Nara. Okay. Um, as you sit down, he graciously takes the carafe of crystal clear water and pours you each a glass. Um, next to the water is another carafe, which looks like it's got orange juice in it. Is that orange juice or, or mimosas? He looks at you and goes, screwdrivers. <laughs> it's after lunch. Oh. Very good. It's Thank you. Silly me to think that one would drink mimosas after lunch. That's a brunch <laughs> drink. This, yeah. is, this, is, this is lunchtime. I'm not classy enough for the distinction. <laughs> he, uh, he looks at, at Apex and he says, by the way, Alondra sends her regards. Ah. How how is she doing? She's in Germany. Oh my! She's not great about communicating lately. <laughs> no, like, no, she's know. been not since the thing. Um, he motions you to sit. He goes. Uh, anyone have shellfish allergies? No, definitely not. And with that, he not hits a. I'm aware of. He hits a button on the little tablet that's sitting next to his seat at the table, and a couple seconds later, two waiters come in with oyster platters and fresh clams. Oysters on the half shell. He goes food first, then business. Fair. I will. Chow down. Start eating. Yeah. <laughs> He goes, uh, he eats a few. Nara sits back and she's kind of flipping through stuff on her tablet. You get a glance. It looks like she's answering emails. Um, he goes, you have something for me. Indeed. Uh, Chone hasn't been eating a lot, but uh, they they take a tablet, not their own tablet, not their own glow, but a tablet and slides it across the table. He picks it up and looks at it. Knowingly for a few minutes, he goes, yeah, this will do. He goes, you need any uh, tweaks? We completely uh, 
I'll have your service for this one. I'll have my teams look over it and I will wire the 15% down payment as agreed in the contract. Very good. Please impress upon Omni that I would like to maintain as few change orders as possible. Sean's taking a couple notes on their glow. Almost transcribing it word for word and like notes back to uh, the company. He goes, meanwhile, here's what I'll tell you. Allison has decided to not bring on a new proxy. Fascinating. Is she going to do her own dirty work? Well, there goes that plan. Yeah. Not sure. She's taking. Hmm. She's been meeting. It's w- odd when you. Good. She's been meeting with it quite a bit. Everyone's picking sides right now, as I'm sure you're aware. Yeah, that just seems really odd for her to not pick a proxy. I don't think she trusts anyone now. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yes. Given the current situation, it makes more sense to refrain from picking someone and doing the work herself or at least through Mm. a direct subservient than to try and bring on a new body that she then has to vet and hopefully trust with more responsibility. He says, my guess is that she's farming out all the dirty work to different groups all around the situation, right? Without Ah. giving anybody too much information. If she farms it out to enough different individuals, different groups, nobody will be able to put together exactly what she's doing. There's a risk there is that it's not as efficient and has more (laughs) potential for pieces of it to go wrong. But that's what appears she's been doing. Yeah, it's risky to go into these dangerous times without a right-hand man, as it were. But if you can't trust anybody. What are you all up to? Looking for work. Eating oysters. (laughs) Define looking for work. Oh, uh, I've applied to a new position at Malfinia. I'm just waiting to hear back at this moment. Why Malfinia? They're doing some research. Decent benefits that we want to get a hand. Mm. What kind? I applied as well. What kind of research? Augmented humans. Magic. He he taps his cybernetic (laughs) fingers. So something to note about Jackson is that. Most rich people cover up cybernetic enhancement or cybernetic like replacements and try to make them look as human mm-hmm. as possible. He's one of the very few like CEO level people where his arm is his right arm is cybernetic from just above the elbow down, but it's like hard steel, brushed metal, not shiny, very utilitarian, not That's a great strategy. Fancy. Yeah, we have uh, a lead from a very reliable source regarding some work Malfini has been doing with this type of 
research, augmentation, development. And we felt that attempting infiltration this way was potentially more profitable than an outright assault. Probably is. I also heard a rumor you funded some uh, human trafficking people that Benevolent had taken from them. Uh, new lives. Well, they were... They needed rescuing, and we had some spare cash from a very charitable donor. Doing He's probably landed by now. Good. <laughs> How fast did that drone fly? <laughs> he goes, landed I where? Didn't, I didn't tell to go full speed. <laughs> landed himself into some trouble. <laughs> landed uh, where? And at that time, the waiters bring out these these huge, I mean, they're probably two feet in diameter, like silver platters with cooked like whole fish on them, sides. It's all family style. They set new plates out in front of you. I want to do that thing where you start a sentence and stop it right as the waiters show up. <laughs> oh, we shipped him out to wait. <laughs> the waste. <laughs> he goes, you could have just shot him. This one was more entertaining. No. He he had it coming. He he, he needed really a little did. taste of his medicine, you know. We also needed to send a message yeah. to who? And so in some chaos, you know, like we do. Also, Maxie promised not to kill him. He looks at I Maxie. Did. did he? Oh. I did tell him if he cooperated with us, we would not kill him, and we did not kill him. We put him in a situation where he will likely die. But we did not kill him. Uh, this this was the intermediary that had uh, facilitated the the bounty on all of us from Three uh, V. Ah. By the way, watch out for Three V. He goes. I'm pretty sure they're playing all sides against the middle. And we're kind of doing the same thing. I just kind of figure everybody is playing all sides and only on their own side at this point. So. Seems uh, safer that way. To our benefit, 3V apparently does not have the budget to spend on worthwhile contracts. What do you or mean worthwhile? Oh, no, I, I should correct myself. Not so much the contract. We are a worthwhile contract. However, they hired incompetent contractors. To our benefit. Is the bounty not high enough? Apparently not. What's the price? Honestly, I thought it was going to be all shoes, but... I believe it was 60k on each of us. That is, a, that is a good question. I'm not sure what the current rate is, given the failure of the previous contract. Hello, Sherlock. Thank Sorry. you for your nightly cameo. We love you. Everyone say hi to Sherlock. <laughs> um, look, did you name your chair right in back falls? <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Uh, wow. <laughs> Where's Moriarty when you need him? Man. All right. We're buying Steph a new cat so she can name it Moriarty. Oh, gosh. Sherlock <laughs> is so territorial, though. He exactly. Would. 
I mean, yeah, he would hate Moriarty, so it would be. <laughs> or I say we buy her, we buy her a, a puppy named Watson. Oh, oh there we go. Because it would have to <laughs> be a puppy. Would never forgive me. We'll just do both. <laughs> All right, back to it. Um, anyway, he looks at Nara, and Nara goes, "The bounty's up to seventy now." Oh snap! Hmm. He goes obviously. Apparently, the message we placed, uh, the message we sent, didn't get through. They're still not going to get great contractors for that low. Again, to our benefit. I mean, I'd kill us. So we we had found out that the money was being funneled locally, but was probably coming from uh, Russian connections up the 3V line. Yep. 3V is really deep in with both the Russian government and their organized crime syndicates. They have they use the Bratva for their dirty work. And the Bratva use cutouts and things like that if they don't want to get their hands dirty themselves, especially considering they've got some other issues they're dealing with up in Seattle right now, which in case you haven't mm. noticed, has turned into a war zone. Yeah, I noticed. Well, I guess that's just one more thing to be aware of as we continue our work. Is anyone going to eat the cuttlefish? All you. Um, you go ahead. So, <laughs> obviously, after our last conversation, any other intelligence you have would be valuable. Did we tell you the human trafficking thing was related to the magic thing? augments yeah yeah i gathered as much okay okay just making sure um yeah while we're like at malfinia is there anything you need us to do or if you feel comfortable uh giving me copies of any intelligence you find i'd of course be willing to trade for it oh that's cool I mean, I mostly just want to give him a virus, but I understand we need to get information first. I'm willing to trade for it. I also am willing to trade for something else. What's that? I heard you met Mike Tate over at the IOG. We've met a lot of people recently. That is correct. We're very popular. Names, but yes. He kind of looks down. He he picks it like a, a piece of like flatbread with some fish on it. Takes a bite. He goes, "Do you sign on?" Uh, there were no job I'd- offers made at the time. <laughs> Not what I heard. Is he going around saying that we work for him? No, I'm a freelancer. I don't. I did hear a little birdie told me that they helped facilitate something for you, though, Apex. Oh, that's a funny little bird that's communicating information. Is it true? Uh, uh, you know, I, I do find that um, birds are often truthful. Yes. Apex, you realize he's not actually speaking about a bird, correct? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I'm also... <laughs> 
Thanks. <laughs> he laughs at that. It. Maxie, I appreciate it. I'm also Maxie, like, they're being coy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's true. Is that a problem? No. Always good to know who you're dealing with. What they're willing to do. Excuse me, is that a tiger shark fillet? Yeah. I've never is had that, tiger shark. Does anyone mind? Is that legal? No, oh, they're I, I'm they're, they're full on swordfish so far. They're they're farm raised. Okay, good. <laughs> uh no, I'm saving room for dessert. He goes, uh when the time comes, would you be willing to Broker a meeting. With my tape? Mm-hmm. Sure. Certainly. I want third parties nearby. To be fair, I don't know if the IOG... Well, I do know the IOG can't entirely be trusted. They've kind of let us down, like, you know, more than once. So they they definitely have. They were uh, compromised. Yeah, okay. yeah, big time. So just yeah. like proceed with caution. <laughs> yeah, as as you would with any. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. You know, uh, the waiters then bring up dessert, which is uh, strawberry short cream with uh, sweet or strawberry shortcake with. Uh, so there's the shortcake with the strawberries on top and fresh sweet and creme fraiche. It's cake. It is cake. Yes. I'm I'm going to with fresh immediately fruit. dig in. So there's there's strawberries, blueberries, oh. blackberries. Mm. Oh, Chone grabs a couple strawberries and a piece of shake shortcake. Yep. I'm devouring the cake. Yeah. Said any information you want to throw my way. Will obviously be compensated. You know, I that's feel good like, to know. I feel like our uh, yarn wall, our, our metaphorical yarn wall, is so big. I honestly can't keep track of it all right now. But <laughs> if we come across specific information, I will gladly pass it on. He goes. That seems to be everyone's yarn wall these days. Yeah. Anything? It's more just yeah, like a yarn ball, really. Yeah, it's kind of the, the nature of the beast right now. Yeah. Is there anything else I can tell you or help you with? Jackson, do you have any information on how far Malfinia is in their research? This is the first I've heard they've moved down that ring. I knew Benevolent was doing it, but I didn't know Malfinia was. I knew there was other players in the game. I know that the uh, the uh, merger between Upgrade Yourself and Urban Warfare has to do with this as well. Upgrade Yourself. Do you have any contacts within Malfinia that we can use to our advantage? Possibly. Would you make those contacts available to the team? Can I list them as a reference on my resume? <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, their COO and I sit on a uh, environmental conservation board together. 
clean energy, waste recycling. Two peas in a pod. Makes sense. A marriage made in lower orbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of fits everything, right? Malfinia gets to, you know, build clean energy. They get to clean the air and charge everybody out the yang and look good doing it. I get rid of everybody's waste and I get to be the biggest commodities dealer on the planet. Win-win. Why do you think I cleaned up the garbage patches in the ocean? Uh, because the ocean needed it because we're destroying our planet. We were. And I yes, my theory, money. but... The oceans okay. did need Money it. Money was my theory. And he, he looks out over the bay and he goes, he goes, and I do love the ocean. But do you know how many tons of plastic we recovered? Plastic which can be repurposed and put mm. other places. It's pretty smart. And then that plastic goes right back into the ocean and you just scoop it right back up again. Of course. <laughs> Recycling is at its but end game a a way to well, increase profits. And I've done very well. And again, everybody's mm -hmm. happy. Less trash, less garbage, less waste. Planet healthier. Yeah, now if we can just like prevent a war, then <laughs> we'll have it made. Yeah. We Next, don't have are you going to finish your strawberries and cream fresh? He pushes it over toward you. Joan brings theirs closer <laughs> away from Maxie. Yeah, Apex is like pulling it up like well, oh, this uh, is mine. <laughs> Maxie, you note that Maxie has eaten the strawberries and the cream fresh but left the the actual <gasps> cake alone. The, the shortcake. Cake. He's leaving the shortcake behind in both bowls. It's soaked in <laughs> strawberry juice, but he's eaten only the fruit and the cream fresh. Mac, Maxie, you're going to eat the cake? Can, no. Either one I, of them? Feel it, free. Sean, you want the other one? Yeah. Dibs. Yes. If, you, <laughs> if you stack the cake on your existing dessert, you can make <gasps> a, a sandwich of sorts. A cake sandwich? Ah! <laughs> I, I do so. Be a sandwich? <laughs> Cake witch? Cake witch. Cake I have witch. a new business idea at Apex. Oh. I will back you up. I'm getting a new job oh, so I can help fund it. <laughs> yeah, we'll start a with fourth like a food job. truck. We'll start with like a food truck and we'll hit mm -hmm. some of the festivals. It'll, it'll yes. It's great. I, I'll work it yes. out. We'll workshop it later. We're, we're yep. busy right now. So we'll oh, workshop oh, right, it later. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. He goes, anything else? <laughs> Let's see. Human trafficking, uh, human augmentation, mm -hmm. uh, quote from Omni. Shitty corpse. Um. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm tapped out at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zed, anything? No, I think we covered all the bases right now. Out of character question. Yeah. Um, 
just because I don't entirely know the answer. Um, would I have information from my trip to Seattle that I would want to share with him? Or that I may or may not want to share with him, I guess. Um, the biggest piece of information, and this is a big reason why, and we talked about it before, why Lillian has started kind of going sideways and why a few of the other fixers are as well, is that there used to be basically an unspoken rule that fixers didn't go after the fixers. It was just not done. Um, now that they're starting to do that, um, the gray markets and black markets for both goods and for services, people like you, um, has gotten a lot more complicated. And so the ability to, to basically navigate who you can trust in that world has gotten a lot more difficult and it wasn't easy before in such a mercenary environment. Uh, it's a lot worse now. Um, you're not entirely certain why certain things are happening, but somebody started sweating out contracts on fixers, which again was something that the corpse typically stayed away from because it was considered bad for business. If the corpse needed to maintain a sense of they weren't going to double back on the fixers so that they could keep using them. If, if a corp gets a reputation for, you know, icing fixers after a job or not paying them or things like that word travels fast and that corp will not have that avenue for getting less than legal actions completed. Okay. So I, I will, um, you know, between bites of cake, which <laughs> I will say, um, you do know about the the shit happening with the fixers, right? I've heard rumblings, but like, I don't know a lot of details. I've been okay. otherwise engaged. It's just just like it's just a mess right now, basically. So tread tread lightly uh, with any fixers you might need. I would say. You got anybody you trust? Well. Oh, I think that's complicated. How do you trust people these days? We have we have one that we're allied with at the moment. Trust is a very strong word, though. You heard of Swan, right? I know the name. He's uh he's been doing some good things for us, and vice versa. Hmm. Okay. Uh, do you want me to set up a meeting with the COO over there at Malfinia, or you want to do this the other way? The guy I sit Ooh. on the board with. Oh, that would be helpful, right? I mean, if you ask him directly if they're conducting experimentation on unknowing humans, he's probably not going to answer you. No, I meant more like to get us in the building so I can, you know, ask their computers my questions. <laughs> Perhaps it may be beneficial if I continue on in our subterfuge of being hired, Apex, and then perhaps you have our meeting with the COO. Uh, perhaps Zed 
could uh, come along as the more um, talky distinct- person. Yeah, the, the, I was going to say distinguished conversationalist, but talky is very... I am good at talk- talking. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps Zed's recent alter ego would make the appearance? Oh, we don't. No. No. <laughs> at that, at that an, Jackson perks up, he goes, he goes, an alter ego? Yes, I Joan believe. reaches into their coat and hands him a business card. No, no, we, we I, don't. He, he looks I at hold it up he, my glow and, with and my he, background picture. He goes, <laughs> Bosco. It was. Do you do we were, like? We were, do you do like a hand wavy thingy when you introduce yourself? Is it like just Bosco or is it Bosco? Bosco like doesn't introduce hands. himself. I introduce Bosco. 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 Bosco does speak about himself in the third person. Sometimes infiltration covers go a little bit too far. I see. You say that like it's a bad thing. You can keep that, by the way. I have 499 more of them. I'm going to hold on to this. It may come in handy at some point. Sweet. So, uh, yes to meeting with COO. What is the name of the COO? Not going to make me look stuff up. Alex. (laughs) (laughs) See, what's his name going to be now? Um, His name is going to be Cyberpunk Name Generator. I'm literally like (laughs) doing the thing. Uh, His name is Chase Michael. Sounds like a weekend plan, but okay. <laughs> hey, if you're looking for a good weekend, definitely. Just my normal day to day on Instagram. He's, <laughs> in case you didn't know this, Malfini execs tend to be kind of. Uh, uh, most of them come out of uh, uh, Greek life in college. Mm. You know the type? Mm hmm. Yeah. So, so we're going to talk about working out and, and sports and all that good stuff. You didn't happen to play lacrosse, did you? I mean, who doesn't play lacrosse? I do not play lacrosse. <laughs> I've never uh, played lacrosse. Yeah, no, no. Um, sorry, side note. Would it be possible for this meeting if I came like as Zed's assistant and... Uh, you know, could like, oh, just hang out outside the conference room while they're having their meeting. So I have a little time. To, I don't know. I'm know. just going to set up the meeting. How y'all do that is up to you. The less that Mr. Howe knows, the better, probably. Okay. Ah, uh, fair. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. Anyway, he goes, I have somewhere to be. Feel free to hang out as long as you'd like. Lunch is on me. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Can we order more cake? He shrugs. I was already planning on that. <laughs> to lunch is on me. Read my mind. <laughs> Thank you for lunch. Let me know what you get. We'll be in touch. 
And he and Nara leave. Chon immediately orders another round of cake. Mm -hmm. Nara was very quiet. She had a lot of emails to go through. Did you happen to find out what any of them were? Wasn't going to attempt to hack her glow right here in front of uh, Jackson Howe. <laughs> Probably. To be, a good idea. And I got a little distracted when the cake came out, to be fair. Yeah, it was real good. They bring you more cake and screwdrivers. Yes. While taking cake, uh, Chone very carefully nudges the screwdriver uh, carafe away from themselves. <laughs> I was going to say, who's driving? Chone. <laughs> <laughs> They're a driver. <laughs> I, mean, I just don't know how many screwdrivers Chone had. Huh. Zero. Chone is still yeah. slightly hungover from like a week before. <laughs> it was like five <laughs> days ago. <laughs> Maxie they have will, a long, they have a long memory. Maxi puts up a hand and uh, waits for one of the wait staff to come back out. I'd like the twenty twenty two McAllen, please. Okay, they bring, takes bring couple, the bottle. Takes a couple minutes. They bring it out. Nice. And a bucket of ice and like very fancy uh, glasses. Rough year. <laughs> You can take the ice back, please. They take it with them. <laughs> um, at that point, uh, Maxi uh, and Apex get emails saying that they have an interview. Panel interviews tomorrow. I mean, we could also do the interview. You have a glam and fake chips. You could be like five people. <laughs> my glam only changes the color of my hair. <laughs> I guess I. Well, it looks as very though I have specific a, about my hair. <laughs> it looks as though I have a panel interview tomorrow with Malfinia. Same. Um, that is good. I excel at panel interviews. You're, yeah, you're probably better. At that than I am, but uh, I'm more of a show them with my my skills than a explain them. Just person. be your, just be yourself, Apex. They're oh. gonna hire you. It's it's stupid if they wouldn't. Thank you. So okay, so what, what if, do you? Well, oh. Since it is it's confirmed that both Apex and myself have interviews, perhaps it is best shown if you accompany Zed on the conversation with the COO. You read Certainly. my mind. Yeah. Yeah, that works for me. What do you think we should present ourselves as in this meeting? Representatives of Omni still? I mean, we could use that. Uh, it's a little more above board. Another option is, well, we know that I guess it depends on if they are going to know who we are. If they know who we are, then perhaps we could offer them an alternative uh, uh, experimentation source, considering how they had such a hard time with uh, a recent acquisition of human resources. 
it may be best to confirm with Jackson what story he is giving the COO or if he's simply setting up a meeting. Yeah, that would be smart. <laughs> Chone, you've you you've been maintaining contact so far. Do you want to fire her off? Not- also, for our meeting, for information's sake, my application to Malfinia details my employment with Omni. I'm not using a cover. I'm using my actual identity. So. Good that being know. said, it would also be odd if two other representatives from Omni tried to have a meeting with the COO. It may mm. present strangely if someone were to put the pieces together and look at this in a wider scope. It, the, sh- only da- the only downside is I don't have another chip to use. So if they run my identity, I'll I'll show up. Fair. Uh, just in case anybody like passes me it, while we're there, I'm going under the name Jane Jones. So, um, <laughs> who does not work for Omni? <laughs> it occurs to Maxi that it would be good for Maxi to let his director in HR at Omni know what he's doing, so they don't <laughs> think he's trying to bail out of the company. Oh. Yes, uh, I would hate to be a, a victim of a termination contract. As that is how I oh. actually obtained my position. Oh. It's a, a little uh, cool. Do you, maybe do you want to tell of, him? Well, part, I guess it doesn't matter with me because I'm not part going in as myself. My employment contract was that I was required to re- retire my predecessor. Kind of like a hands-on interview. Excuse me, what was that? Did Howe respond yet, John? Respond to what? Not yet. I sent him a note asking uh, for details on the meeting he's setting Uh, up when he he gets it done. Yeah. They say they'll let you know. Yep. Well, I think we could... I think we could argue that Maxi is pursuing this at a level of subterfuge beneficial to Omni. And depending on what House says, I think we could argue that our meeting is still on the level of subterfuge, but a more above board conversation. That way, Omni's not worried about what we're doing. Um, it would likely behoove us to find out if Omni already has any wheels in motion with Malfinia in any f- sense of the word. That That's not a bad idea. Um, I'll send that request up the pipe. Basically, I'll send a note back to uh, our contact in Omni, basically detailing that, you know, Jackson's response... And also that we have a meeting with Malfinia to suss them out for possibly possibly some contracts. We're meeting with our COO. Is there anything we should be aware of that may already be in the works? What Wasn't our boss Desi? Yep. Way long time ago. Wow. <laughs> Episode 
two, I think. Hmm. I think we're going all the way back to episode one for that one. But you've been in contact because yeah. we've had you had a few emails yeah. back and forth throughout this whole thing with them. You've only been in Silicon yeah, City about six weeks. Understanding. Uh, so, and right now, the last you heard from Omni, they were pretty happy with you because this is a sizable contract you negotiated from Pustuli. Mm-hmm. And so it's high profile. Like it's a significant contract. It's going to be a couple hundred million souls. But what have we done for them this week? We're going to Malfinia. <laughs> okay, so you send them a note about what you're up to. Uh, later that day, they get back to you and say they don't have anything in the works with Malfinia right now, but given Malfinia's position on like the Fortune 10, um, they're very interested in anything you can negotiate. Okay. And they ask if you need backup. Not at this time. We'll call you. <laughs> the subtext of the response you get to that is so far you've managed to make this a profitable endeavor with the contract with Pastuli. They're a little they're a little confused how you've managed to move up the corporate food chain so quickly. Um, but they're willing to give you a little bit more rope. And basically the subtext yeah. is don't hang yourself with it. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're aware. No, no bungee <laughs> jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge with too much bungee cord. Nope, just that cord. <sighs> anyway, okay. So cool. they don't have anything planned for Malfinia, so we're clear to attack that. However, we think we can. Zed, just come up with your best. Pattery, flim flammy, talky things. Well, we'll see what uh, what House says, and I'll spin off of that. I'm gonna pull some uh, data research on what Malfinia's public facing contracts are. What they're, you know, what kind of things they're breaking ground on it because we've been we've been looking into them anyway. But I'm looking for the things that it would be easily found by not someone hacking into their network. Give me a software check. Run a search bot. Separately from that, can I request that one or both of you dig up the social media profile of the COO, Mr. Michael? Yeah. His academic record, his whatever, sports cars he's bought. I can do that one. Sports. All yours? (laughs) Uh, 37 on the uh, public on the public data search. Okay. Um, that's just it is Malfinia has not made any major breakthroughs in a really long time. They developed element 121 45 years ago. And that was okay. basically it. They managed to develop a method for building an a neutronic fusion generator that was small enough to stick in most things um most buildings most cars so basically everything now 
is powered by the Anutronic Fusion Generator that's based on Element 121. And no one knows how to make it. Malfinia never patented it because they were confident that nobody could reverse engineer what they did. And if they patent it, they have to give up all the information they have about how they made it. And then they'd have 20 year monopoly on it instead of a permanent monopoly. Bingo. And so they gamble, but they've always been confident that by not patenting it, that nobody would be able to reverse engineer what they did. And thus far, nobody has been able to reverse engineer it. Um, there's been half a dozen industrial accidents by other companies in the last 40 years that have tried and failed, usually to the point of blowing up their own facilities. Um, but, you know, you figure every time a home is built, an apartment building, a car, a rover, pretty much everything's run off their system now. Um, it eliminated the need of fossil fuels at a time when, you know, many wars were being fought over fossil fuels, which were, you know, a declining resource. And so yeah. uh, much like what happened after the nukes hit and after the 12-day war, Malfinia was one of the you know, 20 or so corporations that as a lot of the Western powers started to collapse, basically were like, we have money, we have resources, we'll save the day. <laughs> right? And so their public-facing persona is one of, you know, happy environmental warriors who who ended the pollution of fossil fuels. Um Behind the scenes, uh, but so their R and D—they don't do much R and D, and they haven't in a long time. Um, behind the scenes, there's rumors that some of those industrial accidents weren't accidents. Mm. That makes sense, right? Mm. Um, Malfinia is heavily invested in asteroid mining. Uh, they do a lot of mining operations because there's something that they mine that's used in E one twenty one to create the neutronic fusion generators. Um, nobody's really sure what it is, you know, there's been a lot of speculation, but it's not, it's not uranium, plutonium, any of the major radioactive materials, metals. So they're using something. Um, that's also where a lot of their frats or frat bro sorority girl culture came from. They haven't had a lot to do they've just kind of coasted for a long time um as for right. mr michael's social media who gave me that role i rolled 34 nice um he is as described uh he looks like he's in his mid 40s uh it looks like he was balding at one point so just decided to go straight shaved head uh he owns three super yachts uh he owns an f1 racing team um he summers in the Maldives, you know, owns six houses. Um, looking back on his stuff, it looked like in college, the reason, one of the reasons he may have lost his hair is his hair was, you know, bleached to <laughs> hell and back. Um, very much a, a frat bro that never grew out of being a frat bro. A lot of his social media posts have to do with, you know, Getting down with the bros in, you know, Angel City. Getting down with the bros in Tahiti, right? Getting down with the bros wow. in 
whatever tropical getaway is trendy this year. Or, you know, hey, we went to the Swiss Alps to do some some snowboarding and bro bonding. Bro bonding? Oh, God. This is the, <laughs> I feel like spaghetti, so I'm going to fly to Rome kind of guy. Yes, oh. very much. You know. Man. Yep. Cool. He wanted he wanted a certain type of pizza, so he flew to Naples. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Three super yachts. Wow. Uh, one private jet that he uses for like within the same continent travel. He owns two suborbitals, like private suborbitals that he uses for getting around the world. He's extremely wealthy. Um, his father was one of the executives at Malfinia back in the day. Is he hitched? No. Confirmed bachelor. Frequently shows up on eligible bachelor lists in half a dozen countries. Uh, sexual preference? Uh, both. All of the above. Pansexual. Nice. <laughs> right up Zed's alley. He's had a, right. a few high-profile flings with other high-placed corporate people, social media influencers, you know, movie stars. So until I hear back from Hal or his people, um, Zed's not going to do much more than browse this dude's public socials and profiles, uh, you know, Instagram stalk everybody he follows, that kind of thing. Just wasting time familiarizing himself with that world. It's a world that Zed is very familiar with. It's the Yes, but this this specific part of that Yeah. I mean world, you know, <laughs> like these specific people. Um they tend to be a little more for what passes as conservative in twenty ninety nine, you know. They're dyed-in-the-wool supply-side capitalists, mm. right? Anti-regulation, anti-monopoly, very much, you know, there's a re in their minds, they believe that there's a reason the corporations run the world. And they don't have a problem with that. They're perfectly happy with the status quo. Why would we want to change things? Um... While, while Zed's doing that, I'm going to check in uh, to Omni's mainframe and kind of run a, a search algorithm based on current projects that are, well, basically known or black op, black things that uh, might have some sort of interest cross-gen with uh, Omni uh, and Malfinia. Something, you know, because, you know, are we doing anything with uh, ultralight web you know ultralight armor are we doing anything with ultralight technology that uses their solar or their their power cells or like solar cell anything just trying to find like an in a corporate in do another software check maxi you got anything what's maxi doing to prepare for his interview maxi cracks the seal on the bottle of the 2022 uh, pours two fingers in one of the really nice glasses uh, takes a few sips and then starts 
typing an email out on his glow uh, to his manager, uh, Preeti. Okay. And the email and the email basically simply states, uh, Preeti, I am, as part of an operation, I am pursuing a temporary position at Malfinia in the security wing. However, I am still an Omni employee and will not be leaving the Omni Corporation. This is, again, <laughs> part of an operation. I'm letting you know as my manager that this is occurring so that when you do see paperwork, you are not alarmed. <laughs> um, all my best. All my best, Maxi. Uh, you get an email back. <laughs> a short excuse me, excuse me. All my best, Maximilian. Uh, you oh. get an email back a short time later saying... Basically, spoke to Desi. Understand that this operation has already yielded significant fruit for Omni. And that for the time being, you are being given every deference to pursue whatever angles are necessary. Just remember where your loyalties lie. Cheers. <laughs> Pretty. What's Maxie's email signature? That's a good question. Does he have I think, one? I think Maxie's email signature is is his his name, right? It is Maximilian Koenig. Security. Uh, uh, let's see. What was his actual title? No, it was, a, it was a senior. Human resources operative. And then it just says, and then it's the Omnicorp logo. Classic. Very yeah. professional. Very professional. I like it. Maxi, Maxi gets the re response, uh, nods, and uh, lifts his glass and kind of looks at the group. I've been given the okay by Omni management to continue. Perfect. All right. So both of you are going to be in the building tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yep. Alex, I got a 40 on my check for the Omni stuff. <laughs> you buy a lot of generators of various sizes from Malfinia, but uh, no aligned research. Again, Malfinia doesn't really do research. They don't really do anything. Um, okay. They're very... They have fallen... Um, do you have politics? Do, do, do. I do not. So that's like, wait a minute. I oh, think I do. I do. I know I do. I just can't find it on my sheet. But I know I have politics. Like maybe I don't. It's not really something Chone pays attention to. I I weirdly have a decent score in politics. Oh, I do have politics. There it is. Yeah, you ah, can. Good. You both can give me uh, politics checks. Because I'm presuming y'all are sharing this information as you enjoy. By the way, the, oh yeah, the weather while you're sitting on this rooftop, like it's like seventy six. With this breeze coming in off the bay. Mm. 
right? Beautiful. The sun is like the mid-afternoon sun is just right where you want it to be. You can hear the sounds of seagulls mm-hmm. in the background. Uh, yachts pull in and out of the <laughs> marina next to the the thing. Uh, no foghorn right now because it's a clear day. The fog burned off about mm. three hours ago in the bay. Um, but it's a it's a lovely autumn, like late summery autumn in California. Beautiful. I have a dirty 20 on politics. Oh, I got uh, 18. So both of you know this, Malfinia has kind of fallen into the same trap that a lot of the old oil companies did before Malfinia came along. They got very, very stuck in their ways. They didn't want to change. They didn't want to research new technologies. They, they were perfectly happy with where things were, right? Um, Malfinia was the company that disrupted the entire uh, energy industry. Um, there was definitely some, not just legal and like boardroom battles, but there was legit like in various parts of the world proxy wars, that the oil companies tried to raise against Malfinia when Malfinia came into power and when they developed E-121 and the A-Neutronic fusion generators. Uh, But because they had, because the oil companies had basically stopped innovating and were stuck in this very like old world status quo mentality, at the time Malfinia was the young upstart and they had a very creative group of people who were running the company and who were just as, if not more ruthless and hated the oil companies. And so they were willing to, you know, fight wars in about six or seven different countries as the energy shift happened 50 years ago. So, and Malfinia came out on top. It looks like Malfinia after 50 years of being the dominant energy producer has, kind of gotten that way um it's just kind of where they're at after so. like a few minutes of chone not saying anything their nose kind of buried in their glow they just shut it off and kind of toss it on the table i i can't find an in between anything omni's doing and what malfinia might want i mean we could probably at look for See if we could negotiate some discounts because we're working on uh, some new micro miniaturized powered armor tech or something like that that we need uh, some of their generators for, but nothing that we can offer them. We do have this new deal with Postuli. Can we leverage something from that maybe? I'm going to take a look at the plans again that we were that we gave uh, Jackson. Uh, would any of it, you know, be something we could leverage to tie in with Malfinia? No, this this largely is pretty specific to what they're working on. Okay. Um. Again, Malfinia's public facing image is very positive, generally speaking. Um, they like Jackson tend to spend a lot of money on like rainforest restoration and, you know, um, 
they partnered with Postuli a few years back to recycle old pipelines that weren't being used anymore, that had been buried, to basically pull them out and make sure they weren't seeping into groundwater and soil. Right? Um, they signed some really big contracts with the European Union to remove old natural gas and oil pipelines. And they were paid handsomely for it. And then Pasteuli split the profits of the materials that Pasteuli was able to uh, recycle from that. So Malfinia made quite a bit of money doing that. So so maybe the, so, the in is we are an up-and-coming corp. Because our original mission here in Silicon City was to like figure out how Omni is going to crack in to this part of the, the world. We've made a couple very smart business moves. What if we're talking to him saying, hey, you're a well-established corporation. You have an excellent public relations appearance. You do excellent public works. What's your business model? How do you stay in the positive limelight while you're still running your business? I want to learn from you. I want to know what you're doing. I want to know how you're successful. That kind of thing. What if that's the the in? And not a I let me let me throw a curveball into that. Maybe the in uh, so they they've done these public works, you know, over in Europe and such. What about South America? Uh some help with rainforest mm. restoration in Brazil. But your company's based out and is based out of Brazil. Um, but there's still a lot of like cleanup that's got to be done. Uh, the global south mm. was taken advantage of for right four or five hundred years, and it's going to take longer going than the, the 50 years to do the cleanup. That's, I think, our in is we want yeah. to talk to them about partnering with Omni to do some restoration projects down there. And then you leverage that to the social aspect. You're you're the bro who wants to learn from the master bro. <laughs> there are a lot of old oil refineries and oil drilling platforms that are just defunct and sitting off the coasts of South America. I think that's our end. That's a great like plan. A very good plan. Good job, Chone. Okay, yeah. I'll be your data. I'll be your uh, data wonk when you go because I won't understand any of the bro talk. So, Maxie, <laughs> how, how much of that bottle of liquor are you drinking? Maxie's already corked the bottle mm -hmm. and slipped it into a bag. <laughs> no, he's going to walk out of the place with it. He's not. I mean, the bottle's been paid for. Well, yeah, you're I, not doubt, I doubt anyone's going to stop him. Um, yeah, excuse me, Maxie doubts anyone will stop him from taking the bottle. This lunch is a rounding error for truly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so Apex, I'm going to need your help huh? before tomorrow. Uh, I think for Zed's cover, I need a wardrobe change <gasps> and possibly a salon visit. Makeover. Yeah. So you yes. all you all take off out of the I'm restaurant. <laughs> um, so let me get this. So uh, Chone and Apex are heading for a spa. Actually, mm -hmm. there's a really nice one at the 
Fairmont in San Francisco that you're staying at? Oh, perfect. perfect. Right? Perfect. Well, um, we'll uh, look, browse through some uh, clothing options online well, as we're getting our nails done. That And in the lobby, they have um, a clothier with an on-site tailor. Um, as is standard Full in hotels. Rest, hotel. As, as yeah. is standard for hotels of this type. You know, when, when, the, when the suborbital loses your luggage, right? Or it burns up on reentry, um, <laughs> you know, and you need a suit for that big meeting, you know, you need it now. True. So while we're doing that, Zed gets a message on his glow just asking what he's going to wear tomorrow so I can compliment his color palette. Yes. So I will again be featuring the current trends in corporate power attire which i'm assuming is much more professional than like the the after hours party wear we've been featuring recently <laughs> um there's two primary styles this is west coast and so suits are much less common right um there is a like business casual chic that's still expensive and looks expensive, um, but is not like very few, uh, very few full suits, very few sports coats, very few ties, right? Um, hurts me, hurts me here. So, so this is the intentionally I'm looking like I'm after hours. Uh, but very wealthy. Yes. It's a wealthy version of after hours where like, I look like I belong in an office, but I might go on a hike. <laughs> it's one or the other. It's just like, Oh, it's easy. See, <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go out of game for a second. Obviously I need to get you out to Seattle. that's absolutely okay like (laughs) steph knows right like this is very much a west coast thing like like in angel city it's more like i belong in the office but i might go surfing later Mm. so so again out of game real world i think this is like a very caleb thing because when caleb was in the office (laughs) pre-covid days it was uh, dress pants, casual shoes, nice flannel, uh, and like a thermal vest. Yeah. 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 Only I, I always had a tie on. Bow tie. Uh, yeah. Bow tie. Oh, my oh. gosh. Bow ties are cool. Great. Bow ties are cool. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, extra points if you ever got away with wearing a fez to the office. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I had the uh, like newsy caps. Oh, the flat cap. Oh, nice! Like he's a Peaky Blinder. First time, first time I ever met you, you were wearing that. Yep, <laughs> I had to think back. That was a long time ago. A long time ago. Oh man! Um, so we will fast forward to the next day. Hey, for Alex, one more thing: just set up Identicon, and we'll come out as guests. I I keep trying to get you. We don't even need an Identicon. I have a whole store with extra <laughs> stuff like. Believe me, like we would run special games. Like if we could fly you all out, I will figure out a way. Can I cook? 
I'll I'm, cook. Can I eat? I'll help. <laughs> I'm already pricing train trips uh, within the next year. So I, I'm looking at that too, actually. And you it's can just, you can just look, if you're going to do the train, you can grab Steph on your way. Because she's just easy. Is there a train from here to there? I mean, I don't know if I would grab, but I would definitely call Steph and say, hey, you should come meet us. I mean, honestly, Steph can get a round trip ticket from Spokane to Seattle for like 50 bucks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It it takes longer going through security at the airport than it does to like fly there. So. It's true. It's true. (laughs) All right. You don't always get This tangent brought to you by (laughs) Travel Plants. Don't worry, we're gonna do it. We're gonna Uh do it. (laughs) Hashtag not a sponsor unless they want to give us money. Hey, Travelocity. Right. Uh, Give me money before Expedia. Because Expedia's (laughs) here. See? So I will, I'll I'll basically base the color palette of what Chone is going to wear. Now, Chone doesn't ever do this, and they have never done this in front of, in front of Zed or Maxi. They're going to present full femme. So they actually will need like hair, everything. Because the idea is to give Zed a toy to show off. See, and now I want to show Uh, everybody the the picture, the rendering that we got of Chone. Because then we could, you could, everybody could see what Chone would look like when presenting as full femme, like compared to their normal look which is interesting to me uh, um i'm excited so uh, apex will absolutely like support this and we're gonna make sure your nails are also like coordinating um just just like everything like you're oh yeah gonna, oh so so probably yeah. like shoes to nails should coordinate yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah and then you need like then- a, a little like pop a color somewhere else and right like shoes to nails yeah. co- should coordinate for chone that mm-hmm. color can coordinate with my primary off color yes but then our pops can be complementary but opposing colors right. not the same. We, yes can we do a floral somewhere in there you can That's appropriate okay perfect also perfect like a, just a you know the one exception floral. to this rule as far as office attire <laughs> is actually maxi's style of position <laughs> They are all still very buttoned up, suit and tie, black and white, like navy blue and white, brown shoes. The suit actually being a primary reason being that it's the easiest way to hide weapons. Right? And so Maxi has special cuts done of his sports coats to hide the holster. And Maxi actually comes to his interview fully loaded. Like he's got, he's got, he's got his, uh, he's got his knife. He's got his baton. He has his pistol. He does not bring the carbine, of course, but where does he's got all of his, he's got all of his concealed weapons. Where does Maxi conceal? Now is Maxi a, a shoulder holster (laughs) pistol or like small of the back? Maxi is a small of the back for the pistol. Okay. Uh, Maxi, the baton is dropped into the, uh, the baton is dropped into the side seam of the jacket. Okay, like right under here. Uh, yep. Uh, Wasn't yeah, sure where you're it, going it, with that. It's, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit lower. With like it's, a it's holster a little there lower in the jacket. Yeah, it's a little bit lower in the jacket, and the knife is actually on a a uh, calf holster. Mm. That makes sense. Low calf. Mm-hmm. Like a boot knife. 
Yeah. So in other words, Maxi's suit pants are cut into a boot cut, right? Mm -hmm. Now, does Maxi wear... What types of shoes does Maxi wear with his suit? Is it more the... the does the, he wear combat boots? The chunkier, combat boots or cowboy boots? No, there's like a chunkier heel-style dress shirt suit with like the higher ankle where the boot comes just over the ankle or is it a low low quarter so so for the interview maxi is wearing like an italian flat with the square toe oh wow now is it the really long narrow square toe yes oh Oh, wow okay because they are also weapons if you start kicking with them (laughs) they really are there there food and fashion brought to you by humanoid games oh man Okay, so like how how casual would your typical IT be then? Uh, uh, since very, that's what Apex is uh, very casual for. Very. Okay. Like like nice jeans and like a non print, like non print <laughs> tee with like a windbreaker would be appropriate. Your good hoodie, not your regular hoodie. Oh, oh okay. So I okay, think. Don't Apex make fun because wear... I have a good hoodie and then I've got a regular I'm hoodie. I'm wearing my good hoodie. <laughs> I'm not making fun of it. This is my like fancy ass hoodie right now. All hoodies are good hoodies, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, this one, especially, it's velour. Oh, it's oh. got the, the thumb, thumb holes. Velour. Those are my favorite. Oh, okay. I don't want to say the brand, but if you want to give us a sponsorship, I will say the brand. Oh, I'd be good too. What a tease. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so um, Apex will be wearing um, her usual uh, nano silk um, overalls mm-hmm. with like uh, a little bit nicer uh, like blouse underneath. Um, so kind of like a, a balance between casual and a little bit nicer um and then i i will change my hair color to like a natural like a chestnut brown um so i don't look too distinct too funky Um, yeah because i don't want to stand out too much um yeah so your meeting is set ironically for about half an hour after apex and uh, Maxie's interviews are scheduled to kind of get rolling because it's a panel interview. It kind of runs all day, very tech company E. And so, uh, both of your interviews start at nine. Uh, Caleb, uh, Zed and Chone are expected to meet the COO around 10 for coffee and refreshments. Sorry, one last detail. Apex does match her nails to Jones. Aw. Just a little, little tidbit for you. There you go. <laughs> all right. So anyway. you all get up, have some coffee, dress in your uh, livery that we've got outlined for today, and head to Malfinia's office. Um, I, I, I'm I presuming think arriving. I should have rented a. A very We're expensive hire a car. car. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can like hire that. a car. 100%. Yep. <gasps> yeah. Can I drive yeah. the van? <laughs> you would probably, yes, again, you if you all recall mind, from last session, uh, Malfinia's <laughs> office here is less than a mile from the hotel. 
never mind. I'll walk. No. Uh, that was how Maxi, because Maxi took off without yeah. all of you last session. Which is like, oh, screw it. I'm gonna go get coffee That's from the true. coffee cart right. and surveil the building. Um, yeah, you, you, the group is like, you know, I would like to like to think that like maybe even Chone and Zed are like waiting like down in the in the main lobby for the car to show up like you guys are ready to go. <laughs> and like Maxie comes out the door and just takes a left and starts walking. <laughs> there we go. Um, Perfect. I, right. I will walk, but like behind so I don't look like I'm with Maxie. Okay. Uh, Maxie, you arrive first. Uh, and you see at the reception desk, there are multiple security personnel and it's, it's a very large reception desk. It's probably 30 feet long and there's multiple stations with security people and receptionists. Is there a line? No. All right. There's a couple people standing there talking to people, but no. By this point in the day, most people have arrived and probably gone to their offices. And what is the name of the person I'm here to see? Um, her name is Rachel uh, Stanford. Stupid name making up. Good morning. I'm here to see Miss Stanford regarding employment. Name? Koenig Maximilian. He types into the computer at the desk. Yeah, no problem. Uh, chip scan, please. Maxie holds out his, his hand. Boop. You see some typing on there. Uh, you see a little camera pop up from the desk. Take a quick, like, snapshot of your face. He goes, okay, your chip now has limited access. It will activate the elevator. Uh, get off at floor 26 and uh, speak to the uh, entry group up there. Thank you. Have a pleasant day. Thank you, Mr. Koenig. And Maxie will head to the elevators. Uh, as for when you open the elevator, it opens and then it asks for a chip scan. When you scan your chip, it lights up the only floor, the floor that you were told to go to. Mm -hmm. So it looks like their visitor, you're guessing because you saw the visitor management system last time. You're guessing with the chip scan, they basically just authorize you the floor that you need to be at. And that's it. Mm -hmm. So your chip won't activate the elevator to any other locations. Um, and you feel uh, the, this is pretty standard security for a corp this large. I feel like, yeah, so I don't know that it's surprising to Maxi. No, it's not surprising. It's just, it, it's fitting what Maxi thought. Yeah. So, but I'm just mm -hmm. describing it. So you understand the security. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. The elevator bounces up and you come off and enter into that floor's individual lobby. Uh, this particular floor is done up in a, very much like a floral slash jungle style. So there's lots of like wildflowers in pots, like big orchids. Um, the entry desk, which is like a half moon shape there, is glass with like greenish lights playing behind it that kind of like look like the reflections of like a jungle in water. And you see a young man sitting at the desk. Well, Maxie will 
walk up to the desk. Hello, I'm here for my morning appointment with Miss Stanford for the interview. The young man looks at you. Name, please. Elnig, Maxi. He looks. He goes. Yep. Just have to verify what security downstairs sent up. He goes. Please uh, have a seat. Uh, she's running a bit behind from uh, the morning stand-ups. Uh, can I offer you any refreshments? Coffee, water, juice. Black coffee and water, please. One moment. And he walks off to a, a room off to the side and comes back out a few minutes later with a uh, cup, paper cup, with coffee and a bottle of water. Here you go. Very good. He goes, just a few more minutes. Steph, you walk in, seeing the same entry-level thing. Um, I just want to note I switched my ghost ship over before <laughs> I left. To Jane Jones. Um, and I also, yeah, so I'm Jane now. And I did also pick up a cup of coffee from that stand on my way in. Okay. So I have coffee with me, which um, seems very IT. <laughs> security looks at you. Hi, I'm here for an interview. Uh, Jane, Jane Jones. He types into the thing. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, IT, right? Oh, yeah. He goes. Definitely. He uh, holds out a scanner. He goes, chip scan. Here you go. Let's see if it hold your ghost ship holds up. It's a real good one. <laughs> What's the category on it? Oh gosh, where did I put that? As long as it's not garbage, that was the, their scanner probably did. It's I know I know we chose a good one. I can't remember what it was. Well, all right, we're gonna hold with that because I think I know what it is. Uh, right, so you see the same little camera pop okay. up. Take a little snapshot of your face. He says, uh, uh, that'll be uh, basement three, elevators around to the right. (laughs) I like how Cho, Kaylee, and Steph immediately were like, basement three, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Basement three or sub-basement three? (laughs) Basement three. That's what that means. Yeah. Um. Perfect. I'll I'll do a little like cheers with my coffee cup and head over to the elevator. He uh, so you head over to the elevator. Same thing as as when Max went through when you go in and scan your ghost chip. It only lights up one floor, and you feel the elevator <laughs> drop away. Um, as you come out, this one has like an ice age theme to it, right? So the walls are stark white. The the art in there is like icebergs. You know, and of course, hackers, so ice, right? Like icebergs and polar bears and like penguins. <laughs> um, the desk you walk up to is like, again, a half moon shape and like the brightest white you think you've ever seen. And you see a girl standing there. She goes, help you? Ah, oh, yes. My name is Jane. I'm here for an interview for IT. She types it. She goes, okay, yep, security sent it down. She goes, um, go ahead. We're going to put you in one of the conference rooms. Um, I see you have coffee. Did you need anything else? Uh, 
Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Okay, great. Thank you. So she leads you to a small, like, five-person conference room. There's a white conference table in there, and the whole of the thing are electric whiteboards all around the perimeter of the room. Uh, you're also pretty sure they've got vitamin D lights, like, interspersed all through this area. Oh, smart. In the basement. <laughs> um, Fantastic. A, f- a few minutes later, Maxie, you are taken back to begin your interview with uh, the team back there. So you're introduced to Rachel and three other people in their HR. The interview starts out pretty basic. I mean, it's kind of like background operational capabilities, what countries have you been to, you know, that kind of stuff, um, which leads mm-hmm. us to, so how are you, actually, let me do this because I don't want to role play like every interaction. How are you playing course, the interview? I'm playing the interview as though I, rec- you know, not too long ago, I was promoted into this, or I, excuse me, excuse me. Not too long ago, I was employed by Omni in a role that I have found to become mundane <laughs> and not meeting the challenge of my previous endeavors. Like, are you doing it well? Like, are you intentionally like trying to do your best well, or are you like dialing it down a little bit? No, uh, I mean, Maxi, for all intents and purposes, Maxi is attempting to get this job. Okay. So what uh, what do you think that would be a role for from a social perspective? It's not the seat because you're if we're going skill. to assign sorry, if we're going to uh, if we're gonna use some dice to determine how well Maxi does. I would say politics. All right. So if someone doesn't have politics, um, I have a do Social you, score of plus zero. Do you have uh, Underworld? I do not have Underworld. But, however, I believe Maxi could use a number of his other skills, like his surveillance skill, his guerrilla warfare skills, urban warfare skills, to paint a picture of someone who's very experienced at doing the kind of work that he does. Give me a guerrilla warfare role. Um, right. Simultaneously, uh, Zed and Chone arrive at the building in a um, Bentley that they hired. Uh, it's a Bentley short form limo. So not a stretch, but the okay. standard limousine style. Mm-hmm. Uh, you step out and into the building and you see the security desk. Uh, Chun walks a couple steps in front of uh, Zed to the security desk and just kind of looks over. Mr. Lane is here for his appointment. They type in. Ah, uh, yes. One moment. Uh, Can I have both of you come over here? Chip scan. Uh, Chun walks over and scans their chip. So does Zed. Boop, boop. Little cameras pop up again. Flash. Like snapshot. Oh, Chone, Chone, like, you know, <laughs> happy smile. Nice. We're all court people. Yay. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, yeah, Mr. Michael is running just a smidge behind. Go ahead and head up to 34 and they'll take care of you up there. 
Thanks much. So you uh, get in the elevator, and again, same deal, only lights up level 34. When you come out on 34, uh, it is volcano-themed. The walls are black, red, and orange. There's, like, pictures of volcanoes erupting in tropical environments. Nice. Uh, the half-moon-shaped entry desk is there... Is the floor lava? Is No. <laughs> the floor is lava. But what it is, is a particular type of stone yeah. tile, right? Which is only mined in a couple of places, and it's red and silver, right? And what you... You hear, like, a metallic sound as you step on it, right? By the way, it's a real tile, folks. Um... But it's like this veiny red and silver tile as you walk in and you see a young man's black on black suit. And there he goes, name? Uh, I am Mr. Santos. I am the personal assistant for Zed Lane here. Where we have a meeting. He goes, ah, yes. Uh, Mr. Michael's about 20 minutes behind. I've been told to take you to uh, one of our breakout rooms. One moment. Follow me. And he leads you down some hallways to a room that's, it's not really a conference room. It's kind of like a weird corporate living room. There's black leather, like low slung couches, coffee tables. Um, on the coffee table is like, like e-readers with like today's business news, right? You see stock tickers on the wall. Um, there's basically like, vid feed of like financial reports and business reports coming off the other wall. He says, may I offer you any refreshment while you wait? Uh, espresso, please. And you? And he looks at you, Joan. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. He backs out of the room, comes back a few minutes later with a, with a little black ceramic, Saucer with a little black ceramic uh, espresso cup. Hands it to you. Chone is actually standing behind Zed's chair and to the left. Uh, typing on their glow. Uh, when the person comes in, it's like a calendar and like a schedule. And the minute they leave, they swipe away and are scanning to see how many cameras are in the room observing them. Okay. Um, as you, uh, do that, I'm going to go back to apex. So same question to, for Maxi, how are you playing the interview? Are you like doing your best? How are you like, what kind of role are you playing here? Are you kind of doing it mediocre? Yeah. So I'm, I'm doing my best. Um, so my whole goal basically is after this interview, since I've had all this coffee, I'm going to ask to use the restroom. <laughs> and that's where I want to do some, you know, hacking. Okay. Um, but for the, the interview itself, I think I just want to be, I'm going to present it as uh, skilled, talented, but just like kind of unmemorable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just kind of like I'm an, an an average everyday so IT person. So, um, ironically, as you go to the bathroom, that's where we'll cut in with this next thing. Max, you're the first to notice because you're in with the the HR people. Uh, simultaneously, they've all got their glows face down on the mm -hmm. table in front of you as they ask you questions. Simultaneously, 
all four glows from the four people talking to you go, and they all, because it's all four at one time, and they kind of strange look on their face, pick up their glows, and look. They're like, will you excuse us for a few moments? Of course. I will wait here. And they all, all four of them, like, rush out of the room. They don't run, but they're definitely moving with purpose. Um, as you sit, uh, we'll cut over to uh, Zed and Shone. Um, you notice, as you're kind of sipping on the espresso, that all of a sudden people start kind of like, they're not, again, they're not running, but they're all kind of like walking really quickly down the hallway. And that's also now when you notice that there are now like armed security people moving to the elevators. Oh God, did I do uh, I, I, I'm going to attempt <laughs> to get into there, see if I can find out what the, uh, what the security alert is in the system. Give me a network check. It must be going out, must be going out to everybody. So it shouldn't Apex. be too hard. To You're in the bathroom. Networks. You were going to do yeah. a thing. Give me a network yeah. check. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I rolled mediocrely, so I'm going to use Control-Delete to once per day re-roll a software check. Got it. Or a network check. I always forget I can do that. <laughs> uh, 46 for mine. That was 30, a worthy re-roll. 37 for mine. 37 for yours? Yes. Okay. Unless I should try again. Um, so, Chone, you do get like surface level into the system. Uh, they are under a security alert. They've just put the building in lockdown. Shit. But no word as to why. Uh, Apex, you are actually like the second you do that, you can tell you're, somebody's trying to trace you immediately. Oh, fuck. So give me another network check to try and like, or to try and basically hide your signal and disconnect before they find you. Oh. Or what are you going to do? Because somebody's trying to, to track you now. If I instead send a little virus back to them, <clears throat> they wouldn't be able to tr track me. Maybe. And it, if it succeeds, it would shut down their system. Maybe. What do you want to do? You want to send the oh. virus or are you going to disconnect? Fuck corporations. I'm sending the virus. Okay. Give me well, a... Well, we already had cake, so I guess... Time give me for a, the chaos. Time for chaos, baby. Give me a software check. Mm, okay. So I think I do want to use my control. alt delete for that one. Yes. Okay. Do I re-roll everything or just yep, the D20? The whole thing. Okay. Okay. That, yeah, that's fine. Big money, no whammies. A little better. Um, okay, that's math. Math. <laughs> Twenty-five. Okay, you're you get the virus inserted, but you're pretty sure they know where you are. Does it like succeed at all? Do some of their screens like black out with my little yeah, message? Yeah, they're they're gonna have to start they're gonna have to start reviewing. But you you're fairly certain they just tracked you in the building. Okay, uh, I am 
Pause. Yeah. <laughs> Roll credits. Uh, you, uh, Zed and Chone, you see someone poke oh, their no. head in and say, we apologize for the delay. We're having a little bit of a security issue at one of our other campuses. And for precautionary sakes, we are locking down here. Understandable. Happens all the time. Appreciate uh, looking out for those of us that matter. Is there anything Damn. we can do to well, to help? Uh, no, you're fine. Just uh, if you need anything, flag one of us down and we'll get you something. Uh, if you look in that little mini fridge over there, there's bottles of water and juice uh, and cold brew if you'd like it. Oh, thank you. And they toddle off. Um, Maxie, a couple minutes later, the same entry person comes in to talk to you and says, I apologize. We're having a security thing. We're under a lockdown right now. I need you to stay in this room. Is there any way my skills could be of use? Uh, no, no, that's okay. We appreciate the uh, the offer, but we really need you to just hang out here for a little bit. I'm here as a resource if you require. And they leave the room and shut the door behind them. Uh, Apex, what are you doing? Okay, two things. I want to immediately send a text to Chone that just says SOS. And... Okay, give then me I'm a software to try and mask it so they don't. Okay. <laughs> Not Finney is a big corporation. They got counter hackers. God damn it. Uh, uh, 25 again. Nope, 35. Math is hard. 35? Oh, 35. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty sure that one went under their radar, but Chone, you do get a text from Apex saying SOS. Okay. All right. Uh, at that point, uh, I just kind of look over at Zed and it's like, Mr. Lane, one of our, one of our freelancers is reporting some difficulty with their assignment. <laughs> we should probably follow up with them after this appointment. Probably. <laughs> and not caring if Zed gets it. I'm <laughs> digging into their system to try and intercept their trace on Apex. Give me a networks check. Chone, you're trying Come to dig on. deeper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. Two of the dice suck you. You, you're, you suck on that one. Uh, 29 plus 26. Math. 45. Uh, you're in their t internal communication system. And it looks like okay. you can't intercept the trace. They know where she's at. Uh, and they're sending a security team down. Okay. I think it was 55. <laughs> no, I rolled uh, a one on one of my eyes. So it was, unfortunately. it was basically too late. Like they had already isolated right. where in the building Apex was. Uh, may I roll a stealth? <laughs> where are you going? So you're currently sitting... <laughs> I'm going to stick with Apex here for a minute, everyone. You're currently sitting on a toilet. Because I assume yeah. you were, like, sitting at a stall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sitting there on my... What are you... Uh, so you're actually still... They're, we're in combat hacking now. So they're trying to dig out your glow. They're basically running a drill baby drill and seeing what they can grab data-wise off your glow. Oh, fuck that. They're not hacking my glow. So give me a counter software check, please. I'm getting a different dice for this one. <laughs> that, one that one's doing me dirty. 
Maxie okay. leans back in his chair and start <laughs> pulls out his uh, his boot knife and starts like kind of cleaning his nails. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, this is better, bigger mess. Here we go. That is. Oh, my brain is too tired. 42. Okay. Good number. You managed to lock your glow down, right? And basically fast enough to where they don't drill it out, but you're going to have to basically go airplane mode. Yeah. To keep yeah, them from trying. Um, Whoever these people are, they're pretty good. They're not as good as you, but they're pretty good. Wow. You know, um, oh gosh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd like to roll stealth. Um, where are you going? What was, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> so you're currently in the bathroom. Um, you're about, yeah. you're about two doors down from the conference room. They had originally put you in. Um, okay. As you come out of the bathroom, the conference room would be to your left and the entry thing would be to your right. Give me a intelligence check. Okay. I was going to ask also if there's like air ducts. <laughs> not big enough for that a human. One. Damn. Oh, oh They're God, not Katomi not size? No. That was a bad intelligence check. <laughs> it's a seven? Okay, where are you going? So out the door, the okay. conference room, and it looks like the offices are to your left, and you know the elevator is to your right. Out the bathroom. Okay. Were there? Help me with the layout here. Were there like any other, like cubicles along the way? Not on the way there. No. Further down to the left. Yes. You there should be some. some stairs somewhere. Yeah. So um, my thinking is, if I can like pass a cubicle. Now you all lights. have Quancoms, don't you? Yeah. Yes. Right. I don't think we did. Oh no. Do you? I don't. No, we do I, not. No, I think we specifically did not no, because right. we were not a I think team. It, oh yeah, I think we're going to buy some. I have Quancom on my list. I thought you Sean do. And Apex had them. I don't. Nope. Okay. Really? Okay. Anyway, um, my thinking is if I can pass like a cubicle along the way to the stairs, um, snag a like a jacket off the back of someone's chair. Um, change my hair color and then book it for the stairs. Okay. Stealthily. This is a very, <laughs> it's the best plan you've got. Rough plan. Uh, yeah. So apex first off, give me a stealth roll. Really? Um, okay. 19. Okay. Uh, you managed to hook left out of the bathroom and find an empty cubicle to duck into. You do see a purple Malfinia hoodie there. Perfect. What color are you changing your hair to? Have purple. people been... <laughs> I was thinking that. Have people been very, uh, like, average, like, natural hair colors around here or all kinds? Okay. So I'm going to change it purple to match the hoodie. Okay. Um, and anything else you're doing to disguise yourself? Um, are th are there any like 
glasses on the desk or anything. You know, Clark Kent wears glasses. Superman doesn't. There's got to be a ball cap, right? All movies just put on a ball cap. Yeah, ball cap. I mean, that, that is a pretty good, uh, pretty good trope. Any kind of accessories <laughs> hanging I'll, out at this desk. I'll let you call it high or low. Low. Uh, you do find a set of gold bedazzled aviators <laughs> and yes. a scarf that would do no good in the cold. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to put on the aviators and kind of like, uh, I'll, I'll just like wrap the scarf around okay, my give neck. Give me a perception check. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, what am I adding to? Oh, don't be nervous. You'll be fine. So long as Maxie knows I'm in trouble, I will be. Maxie knows um, nothing right now. Nobody has communicated with him. Nope. Uh, 21. Okay. You do see the fire exit side as you peek out of the cubicle. It's around the backside of where the elevators would have been, but close to probably what would be the building core. <clears throat> and you see on the exit door, it says, push crash bar to exit. Alarm will sound. <laughs> As those doors tend to. Now, you also notice that uh, where there is like panels up high on the walls, like it would normally say like fire or something like that. It does say security lockdown. In progress. Shelter oh in place. Oh my gosh. And actually, <laughs> right here is where we're going to leave tonight's episode. Oh, good, because I have no idea what I'm going to do. <laughs> right here as you run the thing. Um, actually, sorry, I will do one last thing. Um, Zed and Chone, you are watching the news on the news feed. When it comes up breaking, right? Because I said there was a news feed in the room. Uh, mm -hmm. There is a group currently assaulting Malfinia's campus in Seattle. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> of course there is. And so that's uh, where we're going to leave tonight. Thank you all so for like, joining us. <laughs> I love So like I should like have this. left well enough alone instead of poking around. Um. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. If you would like to get the book, you can get this here shiny book at playidentico.com. You can also go to drive through RPG and buy the PDF there. See, Steph got her copy, which I was I terribly did. late in sending, but she did get her copy of the book. Also, <laughs> also, uh, you can pick it up if you were in the Seattle area at Gamers Heaven Seattle, which is at 5116 196th Street Southwest in Linwood. Come hang out with us. Uh, Mallow should be there Thursday. I will definitely be there Thursday. We run Identico sessions every Thursday and Sunday. The Crazy Living campaign that is going on there with multiple tables <laughs> is all tied into the same storyline as this show. So things that are happening on the show is affecting what's happening there, and things there are affecting Oh, oh yeah, the no, show. chat confirmed <laughs> that whatever is happening right now was, was their fault. Someone else's fault? <laughs> yes. Thank you. So good job, chat. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thanks. I wouldn't have gone the security lockdown route. Knew y'all were going to Malfinia, but then last week they, you know, exploded. Thanks. Uh, also, if you were Thanks. looking for great minis that work for your Identico games, here, this person has a sword and a gun. 
Go to Hero Forge. You can find the affiliate links in the descriptions on YouTube and all our other stuff. So go grab your Hero Forge minis there. Strategy Coffee. Use the code Identico at checkout. Uh, I think that's all of our promo stuff. So thank you all for joining us again. Michael, where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me on the interwebs at LoserMLW on the socials. You can also find me on The Redemption Podcast, a Star Wars actual play podcast set just after the Clone Wars and just before New Hope. We're kind of in that middle space, uh, and you can find me there with my co-star, Kaylee. That's at Redemption Pod. Yes. Kaylee. Oh, wait. Didn't you guys start a YouTube channel, too? Oh, we did. Yeah. I'll, let Kay- I'll let Kaylee tell you about it. Kaylee, tell us about the YouTube channel and where they can we find are you. Thir- we are 13 subscribers away from getting our custom URL. Yay. We picked up one last Yay. week, last session. We're so close. So at this rate, only 24 more weeks and we're there. No. Um, but <laughs> hey, no. So if, you guys, if you guys are watching and are on the YouTube's Please find us Redemption Podcast. There's some cool aliens and a Jedi and all of those sorts of things. Mandalorians, lions and tigers and Wookiees. Oh, my. You can also find me on Twitter and the other socials at Anime Girl, A-N-I-M-E-I-G-R-R-L. And at the aforementioned RedemptionPodcast.com. Caleb, where can we find you? I am on the socials at the Caleb G. You can occasionally hear my voice over on the RPG Academy. And please check out all of my charity work on point five past.org yes. socials P five past. Uh, currently we've got a free mini RPG. We've got 80 free plot hooks for your various genre games. Look at that. Everything on point awesome. five past is free. Just download it. And if you feel so inclined, there are links to support pelotonia cancer research nice that is wonderful also caleb may be working on some identico stuff oh yes with somebody from the rpg academy podcast yes Ooh. so Ooh. mallow and i, I are excited I, i've seen the the banding back and forth and i like what's <laughs> what's coming i i owe people some pages <laughs> it's just the ideas that are coming out of this are great so uh, hopefully you we look both, forward buddy. to that <laughs> in the future. We all do. Like nobody has any time these days. Steph, where can we all find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on all the social medias at Starlit Firefly. You can hear me on the podcast Cthulhu and Friends, which is at CAF podcast and streams on Sundays. And you can hear me on my other podcast, uh, which is Sawyer and Bennett and Zombies. And that's at Sawyer and Bennett. Um. Yeah, and Sherlock says hi. You're also editing uh, another podcast, right? Huh? We have Why so is many that surprised? I thought you were, I thought you were editing. I thought you were editing Vanguard of the Veil. No. Oh no, that's probably the other stuff. Oh, so dang. many projects. No. So many projects. I I started I w- editing. I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I started editing Sawyer and Bennett, and um, my ADHD did not like that, <laughs> and so now, um, oh. Andy, the other person on the podcast, does the editing, and I just do the producing, and it's a much better. Oh, fit. my sweet summer <laughs> child! I can tell you horror stories. I just—it's yes. just like brain torture for me <laughs> i can't do it uh, i've been doing it for seven years it's oh it's fun 
much respect to anyone who edits. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's uh, not fun. Yeah, no. it's not. I'll be a producing podcast at the same time as you're doing everything. It's just difficult. Mm. Again, thank you all for joining us. We will be back on Wednesday for Identical, or at least I will be back Wednesday for Identical After Dark. Mallow's kind of up in the air. You're going to see him in and out for the next few weeks, but Identical After Dark will be on Wednesday. We will have special guests and figure out what we're talking about tomorrow. But Wednesday, 7 p.m. for Identical After Dark, and we will be back with another episode of Chaos Inc. in two weeks. So come join us for that. Thank you all for coming. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.